Hello and welcome to Listen in Worship for St Michael's and St Mary's Churches, the Sermon and the Hymn of the Day for Sunday the 7th of March, the third Sunday of Lent. Keith, our reader from St Mary's Church, is preaching for us today. I do hope you enjoy listening. And our hymn of the day is, I cannot tell why he whom angels worship. Thank you for listening. Have a good day and a great week. God bless you. Keith. As we come together to consider God's word, let's pray. Heavenly Father, give us open ears, open hearts and open minds to hear and to receive your word to us this morning. Amen. As a 12-year-old, going abroad for the very first time, it was a school day trip to Boulogne, I remember the advice that we were given before leaving. Change your money before you go. It's more expensive when you get there. And don't buy anything from the street traders. You know, I remember those words as I studied today's reading. And you might like to read it later and to visualise the events. Visualise the sights, the sounds and perhaps even the smells of the temple. Picture it filled to overflowing with the hundreds of people, plus numerous sheep, cows and doves. The noise and the smell of the animals mixing with the sounds of the money changers loudly announcing their best exchange rates. It must have been a cacophony to the ears as well as to the eyes and the nose of anyone who entered. And as Jesus enters the temple his reaction is swift and dramatic. He makes a whip of cords and drives the sheep and the cows from the temple. And this was no mean feat. I've never personally tried to evict scores of large animals from a building, but I can only imagine the noise and the sight it created as animals ran and moved in all directions as they were gradually herded to the door. Then Jesus turns his attention to the humans in the temple, the money changers. And I cannot imagine for one minute that they would have sat passively as Jesus overturned their tables, piles of coins flying through the air. I imagine that for many, including the disciples, this was a very different Jesus that they were witnessing as he clears the temple of these things. In the midst of the ensuing noise and chaos, Jesus approaches those sacrificial dove sellers, selling to the poorer worshippers, Take these things out of here. You are making my father's house a marketplace. You are making my father's house a marketplace. 
that word in the original Greek that was used was emporio. Jesus was telling them that their activities had cheapened the house of God by turning it into a cheap emporium rather than a place of worship and prayer. And in addition, Jesus here makes a direct association with his father. This was his father's house, the house of almighty God, the Holy One. Some people struggle with the image of Jesus in the temple, the whip of cords, the anger directed towards those selling and conducting money transactions. Some find it difficult to associate this angry, perhaps even violent Jesus with the Jesus seen elsewhere in the Bible. And it's true, isn't it, that in his ministry we discover Jesus the compassionate as he ministers to the sick and the outcasts. We find Jesus the welcomer who invites thousands to sit and eat with him by the Sea of Galilee. And we also see the Jesus of humility as he kneels to wash his disciples' feet. And so this image of Jesus cleansing the temple doesn't easily fit with the narrative of gentle Jesus, meek and mild. However, the truth, the truth is that in this event, we see an important part of his divine nature. As Jesus clears the temple, we see Jesus as holy and divine. For Jesus, as God the Son, fully human and part of the Trinity, the scene that he was confronted by in the temple was against everything which the temple stood for. The temple, the most holy place for Jews, God's presence was considered to be in the sanctuary. This was God's house. Remember, Jesus refers to it as my father's house. What should have been a place of worship and praise, a place of God's holy presence, had instead become gridlocked with sights, sounds and smells of thousands buying and selling merchandise. That did not sit easily next to the holy nature of God. For Jesus, the two did not and could not sit harmoniously side by side. The event reminds us that Jesus, the Son of God, is holy and wholly divine. Now, I don't know about you, but I can struggle sometimes with the concept of a holy and divine God who counts me worthy of him wanting me to be in his presence. 
and in the Eucharist we pray that we recognise that we are not worthy so much as to gather up the crumbs from under his table and yet and yet he invites us in to sit and eat with him he delights when we spend time with him through prayer he rejoices when we open our lives to him on a daily basis the good news is that he has made that possible for each one of us and the end of our reading today brings evidence of that good news destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up Jesus tells those who were remonstrating with him those words point of course to the coming events of Easter they point to the great celebrations in heaven and on earth when on the third day Jesus defeated death rose from the tomb and they point to our new relationship with God Jesus the holy and anointed one went to the cross for each one of us to take our sins with him to the cross and wonderfully wonderfully by defeating death on the third day he rose again that we might come with confidence confidence into the presence of the holy and anointed Jesus surely that is a promise for us to grasp each day the holy and the anointed one the holy one longs for us to know him more deeply he longs for us to spend time with him to know his presence in our lives amen lord i cannot tell how he whom angels worship should stoop to love the peoples of the earth or why as shepherd he should seek the wanderer with his mysterious promise of new birth but this i know that he was born of mary when bethlehem's manger was his only home and that he lived at nazareth and labored and so the saviour saviour of the world is come i cannot tell how silently he suffered as with his peace he graced this place of tears oh, how his heart upon the cross was broken 
the crown of pain to three and thirty years but this i know he heals the brokenhearted and stays our sin and calms our lurking fear and lifts the burden from the heavy laden for still the saviour saviour of the world is here i cannot tell how he will win the nations how he will claim his earthly heritage how satisfy the needs and aspirations of east and west of sinner and of sage but this i know all flesh shall see his glory and he shall reap the harvest he has sown and some glad day his sun shall shine in splendor when he the saviour saviour of the world is known i cannot tell how all the land shall worship when at his bidding every storm is stilled or who can say how great the jubilation when all our hearts with love and joy are filled but this i know the skies will thrill with rapture and myriad myriad human voices sing and earth to heaven and earth to earth will answer at last the saviour saviour of the world is king